Hello, hello everyone. Welcome to a new episode of Empowering Voices. Are you curious to know who's my guest for today? Jump in and listen. Hello, hello everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Empowering Voices. Today we have a guest, a very special guest, Jennifer. Uh, We welcome you here and now you will understand why I'm super excited. Jennifer comes from one of the most amazing countries in the world and uh, a country that uh, has my heart, that is Mexico. And you will see and you hear and you'll understand all the beauty of her country through her, who has lived here in London for many years now. So, but I don't want to spoil anything about our guest. I just want to invite her to tell us about herself, what the beauty she creates and why the words that we chose today for you that uh, who are watching, we have it here on the t-shirt that is positive thinking. So Jennifer, welcome and please tell us everything. Thank you so much, Mara. Um, I'm really so pleased to be here. Um, it took us some time to arrange this chat, um, and I'm just... I mean, we managed. But we managed. I'm so so happy to be here and to meet you um, in person. Um, you always can send the vibes, isn't it? It doesn't matter if it's through Zoom sometimes. Uh, of course. Yeah. I was actually very surprised to hear that you live in Mexico, and, uh, and that is a place that is so close to your heart. Obviously, you know, it's a place that it's, um, it's so close to my heart. My family lives there. Yeah. I was born in Mexico. Um, I grew up, I grew up in a Mexican culture that sees colors everywhere. Everywhere, yeah. Life is just colorful everywhere. Yeah. The food, um, the sweets, you know, when you are little. The yeah. sweets are so colorful and everything is just um yeah. and the people yeah, so just, smiling all the time and so kind and so I mean joyful and yeah it's really colorful in many ways not just of course the real color it's a it's a colorful culture definitely and the way people are is just very woo, you know it's just yes all the time it's because, it's right. to casa. because it's to casa exactly yeah <laughs> yeah it's a very it's a very embracing country definitely and um they embrace people from all over the world they're very welcoming and just something that you know um yeah it's definitely you know it's in my roots it's part of my life and uh I chose positive thinking because um because um I mean I've been through experiences you know and um it's uh I've been there's a person who inspired me to to try to always think positively about life and about things, um, who is my brother. Um, mm-hmm. it, he passed away years ago. And um, after having suffered a chronic um, long-term illness, he, he always, although he was always realistic, he, his positive thinking is, um, me- helped him to go through his illness basically and uh, I mean 
that also helped the family to go through it as well. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, he was always just like making jokes, you know, things like that. Um, so he definitely inspired me to, um, to be positive about whatever difficulty I'm facing. Um, yeah. um, but um, I would like to also talk about what could be toxic positivity, you know. When you are, I know it's a term that I came across not that long ago. And um, I mean, it's not that it's toxic to be positive, but if you are in a place where you are not feeling good, you are not feeling great, and somebody comes to you and they just tell you, like, you're like, you know, I got this bad news, um, especially now, probably during the pandemic, I lost my job or, you know, so many things happened Absolutely. during the pandemic and somebody comes to you and then you tell them your story and then they just say, oh, just stay positive or you'll get through it. Yeah. It's the end of the conversation. Exactly. Basically. I always make a difference, a big one, positive thinking and think positive. Mm-hmm. If someone comes to me and say, oh, come on, think positive. I become a monster, really. Yeah. Because if I'm down and I'm, I'm talking to you and opening my heart, I don't mm-hmm. need anyone to say, oh, come on, don't be so uh, heavy or don't think so negatively, but uh, think mm-hmm. positive. No. Positive thinking, in fact, in my opinion, is a habit that we can use in difficult moments, but that doesn't mean mm-hmm. that is always with us. Sometimes we, uh, uh, I mean, we try to catch it, and we cannot do it mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean that we we can always be yeah happy and um, positive also in negative moments so there are those and that absolutely and it's part of being human totally. to feel sad also you it's okay not to be okay exactly and it's all about it's not like yes you are always you know like Oh, that's I'm not happy. sustainable. I that's not sustainable. Do it. And um, it's not part of experiencing being a human. Mm-hmm. And if you are feeling down and if you are talking to a friend and if maybe that friend, instead of shutting the conversation down by, oh, but just be positive. That's it, isn't it? Because maybe they, they, don't, like to feel un- they don't like to feel uncomfortable themselves and yeah of course you feel uncomfortable with your feeling sometimes yeah, you already you already feel uncomfortable you don't want to say that you're actually feeling down sad or anxious anything there's nothing wrong with that you know we all feel these feelings yeah we are humans and if that person maybe tells you oh you know I know you are going through a very difficult situation um and I cannot feel what you're feeling but if there's anything that you would yeah. like to do right now that you would like to that you will enjoy I'm happy yeah. to what you need is okay. empathy it's empathy in that it's moment empathy no, rather yeah. than sympathy you know there's yeah. nothing wrong with sympathy people yeah. can express their sympathy um through words which is it's okay um but it's not about imposing something that is forcing you like the more that you try to force yourself to be good to be happy yeah. the less the less you get it you yeah, get of it. Course. yeah so it's about as you said it's a habit um i see it as a building up a positive momentum 
yeah. small things you know what does is this like touching stones what does it like for me being from Mexico how can I feel a little bit back home well you know um eating tacos that's mm -hmm. my touching stone oh my goodness I like a big quiet but that already you know ah oh, you know made me feel good and then yeah. oh then actually now I feel more like I would like to go out for a walk or these small steps that build up that positive momentum yeah. when and then when you get there to that set point you're able to do other things isn't it exactly yeah we are just but uh, they are little tricks uh, that are different for everyone. Yeah. And the big job is in uh, finding them. But once you know, you have like a little bag. What, whatever you need in that moment, you just take one of the, these tricks and mm -hmm. try to go back on track and look around you with more clarity. But until you go through the process, it's impossible. You just say, yeah, okay, do you know what? You said that to smile and I will be happy. I did it and it worked. No, it's the opposite. It just it invalidates. Yeah, exactly, your feelings. Genuine emotions that you have. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, actually, you, you are not supposed to be making somebody you feel awkward or wrong because they are feeling uncomfortable emotions. Mm -hmm. it's, not, it's not the right thing to do. So yeah um so that's why i want to talk about being positive and it, it's, it's more about having healthy positivity isn't it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's just a healthy positivity and um yeah i think that's um that's something i've been reflecting on and uh, throughout my experience you know it's um, you can, of course, change your circumstances, you can change your reality, but you have to sometimes go through those difficult emotions before you to start. Get, to get on the other side, definitely. Get the other side, so sure. yeah. Mm -hmm. Also, because every change or every growth uh, means pain. And if you don't go through it, you stay in your comfort zone forever. Yes. That, that can be painful as well, by the way. Absolutely, just stuffing your emotions doesn't no. help yeah. the opposite. Yeah. Exactly. If you are experiencing a little bit of anxiety or and then you feel, I don't know, perhaps a little bit angry and then you feel perhaps a little bit depressed and then you perhaps start feeling more depressed, feeling more depressed. <laughs> and it's just a pile up as well, isn't it? So yeah. there's no point on holding onto those emotions you have to process them and then yeah. you're able to build up something else something that is genuinely totally. positive yeah so, yeah mm. but uh, well we haven't mm, specified yet but you mm. are a visual artist uh, yes. among other things but uh, yeah. you create beautiful uh, art and i really believe in the healing process of art Mm -hmm. Do you use it as one of your tricks to get out of um, negative moments? I use it in the past. Mm -hmm. I, I use it in the past. Um, and then to get through difficult emotions and situations, um, you know, I came to the term that's, to terms that I didn't want to do are for people to, to feel bad. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Um, and if I do sometimes art for me to feel better, it's not beautiful art. 
it's not something that other people are probably going to enjoy. Ah, okay. Um, Because you feel a bit like you put the negative energy in the piece. Yeah. 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 Um, So, I mean, at some point I made that choice. You know, it's just part of my process as well. And, you know, sometimes I just feel like I want to just let it out on a painting. And, um, I mean, and... Of course, it can be like a beautiful and striking painting, but I just feel like I wouldn't like perhaps that vibe to come to somebody's home. I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so what I, I've been doing to deal with um, those negative emotions is like nowadays I do rake on myself, which actually really helps. Um, I do like walking a lot. Mm-hmm. I do go for like, lots of walks. I enjoy, I process things sometimes first on myself. Mm-hmm. I, I sometimes prefer just to go out on my own for a long walk, just to breathe the fresh air and just to ground myself um, before going through a difficult conversation with somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, but everybody's different. But okay, coming back to the art. Um, I think I started creating something a bit, like, as you say, beautiful. I thank you for saying it's beautiful. Oh, it is. <laughs> I invite everyone actually to check like, on your website. It's creating like, bundles of energy, mm-hmm. or positive energy for somebody to have in their own home, basically. So if somebody buys my art, um, I don't want them to buy it because they just think it's like, oh, you know, because it was in that exhibition or because it, it or because bought. it matches with the sofa. Because, they it, have because it just matches with the sofa. It has to... My goodness, that is the worst choice they can do. No, it yeah. matches your your vibration. It matches yeah. your feeling. If you feel something good or, and positive, if you feel something positive, yeah. what I'm aiming to do, like to, to get that piece to touch that that feeling in the, the inner self of the mm-hmm. um, of whoever watched it yeah so they have something enjoyable and happy in their home um, yeah. and you know I'll, for another probably set of paintings I'll just you know gonna go like I'm just gonna let things out and just maybe create horrible art <laughs> <laughs> probably not horrible but um you know something that I'll be conscious that maybe people won't um like to have in their homes um mm-hmm. and uh, yeah because of it's... course going through your website everything is beautiful uh, oh. actually there were two favorite one is um uh a cactus that i really liked and the, yeah. the other one my mayan heart mm. that also was uh is uh beautiful um mm. well it was difficult to choose these two really uh struck me uh they are really yeah 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 my my heart yes that's actually coming out from a story I wrote uh-huh uh quite a, ago about 10 years ago or something um mm-hmm. so I don't I don't like to create art that is just about myself you know it's not just me mm-hmm. um but that in particular it was it was about me about something that I was going through and um 
trying to to make my heart reconnect to my roots and trying to feel myself mm-hmm. um and it is a story i wrote because i like writing as well i mean i don't write a lot but uh, sometimes words come to me and i just probably sort of just channel them or something yeah. so it really felt that it was like me going through i like photography um and i imagine my heart was in getting immersed in this photography um liquids that you use to develop pictures yeah yeah so for me it was a process like my imagination process of having my heart sunk into these developing um photographic liquids in order to see myself Mm -hmm. Ah, okay. Yeah. Because to develop and see, I mean, the final prog- product was you finally. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, that's a beautiful image, actually. That feeling. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Feeling which got represented in in the image. Um, so that's why I, I say that I, I try to bring things which are maybe ephemeral or they are invisible. Because mm-hmm. feelings are invisible, aren't they? Yeah. Um, or it's imperceptible to to the human eye. Yeah. And um, I mean, I'm thriving. I'm thriving to to bring those elements on the pieces I create, so people feel something, feel the magic. Because I think to translate something not tangible into something that you can touch and see is a magical process that's why I really Mm. love the creation with the hands because from nothing you get to everything and on a painting of course it's shocking and very open it's there it's there Mm -hmm. it's there completely is it it's like the essence of things it's for me it's like the representing the essence of a feeling the essence of somebody a place myself nature um that's why I related to alchemy as well mm-hmm. alchemy you that process transformational process isn't there of yeah. distillation and then you eventually get it gets turned into something sometimes quite small but it's the essence it's like a perfume isn't it yeah yeah and you feel it or you smell it and it's like wow okay so yeah it inspires the feelings of course that feeling, yes yeah. yeah definitely yeah um you know, no. I struggle sometimes saying that I'm an artist. I like to say that I'm a creator. Mm-hmm. And everybody's a creator at the end of the day. Um, I like to do art. Yeah. <laughs> um, and what is your process, the, the creative process, to get to the final piece? Do you always have a story, like uh, you said, in, no, uh, no. about the Mayan art? No, not always. Um, I have to say that was when I was studying arts, that's something I struggled with because I believe that art has to come from your heart mm. and from inspiration. And I struggled so much at trying with the to rules. Do... I struggled so much with the rules, which were not actually, they were unspoken rules, mm. but you were supposed to intellectualize everything. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. And... I really, really struggle with that because, um, you know, in the past people 
didn't actually study arts you know they just created they just did it they just felt it yeah um i get why you know um they tried to make you go through that path um because the art market is not easy you know everything everything has got certain rules at the end of the day as well so you have to match those rules so you know what's expected from an artist what the gallery is expecting what people are expecting yeah art nowadays what people are used to but yeah although i think it's uh, you force a bit the artist uh and the style of the artist if you think as a uh, end result the marketing because i don't want to say names but Kunz, for example is not an artist for me but he makes millions mm. okay but that is marketing <laughs> right so while you are yeah. studying and you have all your dreams to be the artist it becomes even more difficult mm. to put yourself under these rules to sell one day so yeah. and if you are uh, very good at managing uh, the two worlds it's fine because you can keep mm -hmm. uh, uh, painting with inspiration and then yeah. find a way to sell it. But sometimes I think it's risky because you can merge the two mm -hmm. and your, it's like your style gets diluted a bit because yeah. it has to serve a market and not the other way around. Yes, I agree with that. Yes, um, sometimes I, I, I think some artists end up sacrificing mm. their essence as an artist in order to sell which is sad isn't it sure and um it's not art it's not about cutting off your wings it's it should be exactly the opposite it should be exactly the opposite yeah. so you know sometimes i was i was just feeling what i was creating i was just doing it and you know trying to make sense of things of course you try to make sense of things if you create something there's that's you right there's that you are seeing yourself in a way in the piece that you created um and of course it's not about for me art is not about creating perfection yeah creating something that is just pleasing to the eye it's not it's about the feeling sure. it's about totally agree. inspiration and the feeling so I remember when I was studying and they were, my teachers were, um, okay, so but what is this about? And um, I was like, well, I took that picture and uh, it just, I remember it was a cloud that looks like with a long tip of cloud going on top of it. It was, it was a really strange phenomena in the clouds. And I was like, my God, that's really magical. That's really interesting. So I took a picture. So I had like different pictures, like different drawings. And then my teacher was like, okay, so what do you, so what is this? I was like, well, it's just um, what I explained to you. And he told me, is that maybe something to do with the supernatural? I was like, hmm, hmm. maybe. <laughs> I mean, we can be, Anything that sometimes amuses you in that way, um, maybe you don't, you call it sub supernatural, but yeah. we are superhumans as well. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Because um, I just get the feelings. I just get, you know, the inspiration. I just, I just do it. And another point in my life where, where I started, when I started to understand myself a bit better, 
as a creator was when I discovered intuitive art mm. and intuitive art is just you know flowing is just yeah is just feeling it it's um maybe it's a type of art that doesn't match the market mm -hmm. um, um and I was like my god yes I think I have I, I've been doing intuitive art for ages and I did it without actually, knowing without yeah. knowing yeah without knowing and I was like yes this is me <laughs> it was such a blessing to to find doubt the term for yeah, it, exactly <laughs> exactly because we are used to put labels so we feel yes. comfortable with labels we need them as human we need them right mm -hmm. but uh, so until you found that little name it was <laughs> like but I like this, but what is it? Am I an artist? What am I doing? Is yeah. it, uh, what did my tutor say? It was supernatural, but I don't feel it like that. Mm -hmm. Until that little word made sense of your word. It's, um, as yet, it all comes to inspiration. Yeah. Where, where your inspiration comes from, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Where does your inspiration come from? And you can intellectualize intellectualize things, you know. You can, um, but for example, for if it's photography, then um, I will go more for documentary, you know, um, something more like that. So yeah, it's um. But is intuitive art because also I think. Uh, uh, I mean, the world is going through a different direction um better yeah. for artists i feel where at least yeah. now we have a name for intuitive art maybe mm -hmm. 15 years ago intuitive art would have been uh, excuse me do you want to be an artist or the hobbyist or the bohemian uh, broken so fortunately mm -hmm. we we are changing Yes. So intuitive art, because we are going back to nurture our inner self as well, mm. probably we are more prone and open to this kind of conversations. Mm -hmm. So intuitive art makes more sense today than probably when you were in uh, at university, at the academy uh, studying. Yeah. Is, of course, it's not many years ago, but still it's so <laughs> evolving, so quickly evolving. Yes. Yes, no, I I agree. Yes, um, yeah, we're becoming more open, definitely. And um, and then at the end of the day, again, art can be anything according yeah. to according to what art the artist or nowadays, isn't it? Yeah. In the past, it was more about the technique. The yeah. technique is not that appreciated that much mm. nowadays. Which I found really hard as well. I, I was like, oh, okay, I'm gonna learn some techniques. And then I understood, I was happy with that because there were no rules, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was like, okay. Well, in a way, I was happy with that because then you have the blank canvas and you can just do anything. Whatever you want. Yeah. And then it's like, oh my God, like that's actually really scary. That's yeah. really <laughs> scary. Like, nobody's telling me what to do. Yeah, the trauma <laughs> of the blank page is the same. Yeah isn't it for anything it can yeah. be for like a new chapter in your life isn't it it's the same feeling um so 
Yes, if you don't have the, the support and the encouragement from your teachers to guide you, mm-hmm. then you end up thinking like, oh my God, but I don't have like a good technique, you know. Uh, I haven't been able to create my own technique. Yeah. And for me, intuitive art helped me to create my own technique. Yeah. It's like, I feel that my, my heart is more in there. My signature is more in there. My soul is more in there because it just allowed me to flow, just to embrace that flow and that freedom. Yeah. Um, and they don't teach you much technique because they don't want you to copy anyone. You know, they yeah. don't want you to teach, oh, Picasso's technique or, yeah. you know, yeah. like Carlos' technique. But, although, want to be- do you think, uh, I was having this conversation the other day with my daughter. She's 12, but uh, she said she wants to be an artist. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's very broad at that age. So it's difficult uh, to say. And we were talking about places where to study in London anyway. Mm-hmm. And I was saying um, that generally, the technique, uh, the rules can break a bit your inspiration. At the same time, in my opinion, you need to know what came before you. Mm -hmm. You need to know very well what other artists did and then evolve. This was my opinion. Mm -hmm. That opinion was, I don't care about the past. I want to start from scratch. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if it's (laughs) an age gap (laughs) realization. or you think that still it's important to look back at the past, to know, not to copy again, to, not know, to, yes. to, to be under their rules, mm. but to see what was produced in any field. Um, what yeah. I want to say, not just, I don't know, surrealism more than um, uh, Renaissance or whatever style. Mm-hmm. I think you need to know a bit everything. Yes, my no, opinion. You have to no, you have to know the history of things. You have to have that appreciation. Um, it's like um, it's like humans, and if you talk about culture, how how was this culture created? Yeah, it didn't happen just like boom, like yeah, exactly. The other one, right? Yeah, you want to know where you want to put your roots uh at yes. some point yeah. yes you can use that as a source of inspiration of course um so is your daughter who say that she wants to start from scratch yeah <laughs> you know what i think new generations are so so different so so yeah. different because i studied arts later on in life i wasn't mm-hmm. that that young um but even people who were younger than me at that time, they were actually wanting to learn more technique uh-huh. at university. And now I see that younger people, they actually, they actually feel comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. Because for us, it was like, oh, this is a scary, yeah. you know, like, I think we were still thinking about the old school of teaching art, yeah, which was very much, you know, I did, I started some painting, but in Mexico and I was like they taught me the technique and I enjoyed it you know but then um I was like no I don't want to paint just like bowls of fruits and flowers <laughs> yeah all the time my god <laughs> for that then I just rather take a picture yeah. you know? <laughs> I want to express myself I want yeah. to just express yourself so I respect new generations who are 
so comfortable with that feeling of I don't freedom. want to enjoy that freedom. Um, but it's like, you know, um, when you talk to your grandparents, I don't have my grandparents. They don't live here anymore. Um, but I enjoy talking to older people because that's so wise. Yeah, yeah so wise. And uh, I, I really enjoy it. So it's something that inspires me something that um, makes me appreciate things to value things more and mm-hmm. um, I think it's the same for art I mentioned that about culture but also for art I yeah. think it's the same you know it's, it's just being respectful for other types of art what other people did in the past yeah. actually the, the ability the technique the amazing technique that they had that it's actually superhuman. Yeah. I cannot yeah. replicate any of that. I can't. Yeah. I'm t- totally honest. I can't. And I'm not willing to because for me, art is more about, you know, just letting things out, ex- expressing it. Um, and if possible, creating something positive for somebody who buys your art um, mm-hmm. that can create an atmosphere in your house or whatever, you yeah. know, in that you look at the piece and you feel better straight yes, away so you pass by and it's like oh, yeah yes i feel some air or something yeah. um but yes it's interesting to see actually what's going to happen in the future because yeah people talk about is the end of painting painting is dead i don't think it's ah, no no it's different i mean now um, many people just do digital art but it's okay. a different kind of art it's not the it it doesn't come to take the place of the painting with the brush it's a completely different way to create basically Mm. it doesn't mean that one is better than the other or whatever i uh, of course everyone has preferences i still prefer the classic uh, (laughs) brush with the paint but again it's a matter of taste it's a matter of taste yes and exactly no art movement no art movement is replacing the previous the, yeah exactly is it reaching it it's uh, adding something taking away something else that's all mm-hmm. that's all yeah. and um uh, well in your pieces i saw a lot of uh, circles uh, triangles mm-hmm. Apart the color, of course, <laughs> <laughs> the, the beautiful color, <laughs> amazing. But uh, do they have a, a, an explanation, a story behind the, why the circle and why the triangles? Yes, um, I like to bring things to completion, you know, um, and um, I feel that circles, it's, um, it's actually for me a mental process to have that feeling. Mm-hmm. And I see, I like to see things from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, it relates perhaps a lot to my family. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like, you know, I'm, I consider myself to be like a mix of things. Um, although I was born in Mexico, I'm Mexican. Um, um, and I've been adopted by this country. And in so many ways, I feel like this is also my home. No, of course. <laughs> you know, when, when you start to feel that division that, ooh, like I got one feeling here, the other one is on the other side. Um, but yeah, I have 
a story of family migrating from um, Europe to America to the USA and then going down to Mexico. Oh, really? <laughs> um, oh, wow. In Mexico. And um, that's from my mom's side. And my from my dad's side, he's, he's Mexican, um, 100%. Um, and his roots are 100% Mexican. Uh, of course, Mexico is a mix of cultures as well, you know. Uh, we got the indigenous uh, culture mixed yeah. with it. Spanish culture and yeah. Um, yeah. and then well that side of my family who actually have that in their in their beings that kind of migrating you know the not yeah. kind of migrating actually doing it yeah. um, I think that I don't know if it just was passed to on to me yeah after having to close the circle yes yeah Coming back to Europe. Coming back to Europe for me, yeah. <laughs> it's like I'm closing a circle, mm -hmm. and um, and I'm still trying to digest it. I'm still trying to, you know, that's why you know I do I draw them because for me it's just a way to try to understand myself as well. Of course. Um, and I just so feel it's like closing a circle, and it's. It feels sometimes like a big responsibility. Yeah, because it can be the beginning as because well. Because it can be the beginning as well. <laughs> so <laughs> you closed something, but probably you are opening something else. You don't know what's the beginning and what's the end in a circle, don't you? There isn't. I mean, um, sometimes they overlap. Sometimes you don't know where it starts and where it finishes. Mm -hmm. And that, I find that really fascinating. But yeah, it is yeah. actually. I think for me, like my job is closing the circle and then let's see what happens. Yeah. Let's see what happens. The triangle. Future generations will know. <laughs> future generations will know, exactly. <laughs> they will know. Your daughter will know. Um, and the triangles, I always feel fascinated by triangles since younger. I, before joining painting classes, I was drawing them and painting them. And then I came to know that they are the strongest geometrical shapes. Yeah. Because if you push them from either side, they don't collapse. Yeah. And I, I was like, wow, I love that. And yeah. um, in the, the representation of the element of air mm -hmm. is presented by a triangle with a line on the top. I was like, oh, oh yeah. yes. Yeah. And I, I, I feel quite connected to that element. Oh, um, uh, yeah. Actually, today I was writing a post. Uh, anyway, yeah, and my element of choice is the water. It's funny that now you are uh, mentioning another element uh, ah, that yeah. uh, you identify yourself with it. Yes, I, I felt so identified with that shape for a reason since very young age before finding out um, some other attributes to the shape. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, of course, in Mexico, we have the pyramids yeah as yeah. well and um i think they're very it's a very energetic shape and um my dad he's a civil engineer so uh, maybe that's how i ended up yeah. picking up something a bit more structured yeah you know? exactly yeah because it's like it's very there's anyway an influence and a connection with the 
everything you lived in your life. Uh, now you are giving explanation to mm-hmm. it, but uh, unconsciously you were absorbing, of course. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Going back to history, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, and culture yeah. and heritage. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, this is not that. That's something like. I don't know who behind the triangle or I just see it as as strength and I just I just love that and uh, at the same time it represents air and that fluidity and that mm-hmm. freedom freedom yeah um yes which is something I always I mean uh, when I think about me being here you know and um um having been the the traveler, the gypsy who decided to, who knows, maybe yeah, to start people, a different adventure. To start a different adventure. Um, um, that, that, that's something I really appreciate from my parents, for example, you know, allowing me to have that, that freedom, which is not easy. I mean, freedom is not, it sounds like, yes, freedom, but you know um you also learn about freedom <laughs> yeah, yes of course until you uh, you experience it you don't really know the meaning of the word yes. right so um i also well now uh, i saw that we had a, a long uh, juicy conversation <laughs> i normally ask my uh, guests um at the end of the episode if apart from positive thinking we talked about if there's another word that is very close to your heart yes um it's a little phrase and yeah. um it's cultivate your energy Mm -hmm. okay cultivate your energy yes yeah Um, definitely every day in every every day every day is it can be just being mindful about i don't know maybe you like to drink orange juice every day i love orange juice you know i love my fruit (laughs) i love all these things you know that is part of my culture um that it's just tasting it feeling it you know it's um it's not it's not like oh you're sitting down and like drinking it you know it's actually no but doing it in a mindful way doing things in a mindful way definitely and um and doing things even though they are smaller like going back closing the circle going back to why sometimes positivity can be harmful Mm -hmm. if it's not the right approach yeah um and building up that positive good positivity and healthy positivity like okay you know i'm not maybe feeling good today um but seeing don't focus just on what might go wrong mm-hmm. think about what could go right you know and if that's just boom like that happening in your system it's it's fine you know like that's yeah. it that's one step and then yeah, at least yeah another step you know it's something every day something that um is good to do every day it doesn't have to be like oh you know i'm gonna like rush the uh, rush the, the process yeah rush the process um um art can be healing and healing takes time and yeah 
yeah. it's going back to emotions that you should then pile up in your system because eventually they end up laying around your energetic field, your aura, and eventually they end up, you end up getting ill, you know, yeah. depressed. And the, the weight, um, carrying the weight of the negative. Yeah. Yeah. So your energy is, it's just everything, right? Yeah. It's everything. It's not just about, of course, you rationalize things and you have a logic for things. That's your left side of the brain. But it's just about, yes, it's just allowing yourself, giving yourself the permission to, to see the good things. Yeah. And, and giving yourself the permission to actually feel what doesn't feel comfortable. And um, as you said, I mean, it's okay not to be okay. It's okay not to be okay. And it's very okay also to be okay. And choose the support and self-care. It's basically self-care. So be be mindful about your energy. Yeah. And put ourselves uh, as a priority from time to time. Well, if we are not okay with ourselves, we are not okay with anyone. Yeah, exactly. We have um, to live with ourselves all our life. So and we have, no way to escape that. No, and we have to acknowledge that it's okay not to be okay. And I, I'm not going to be feeling like this forever, you know. And um, see some good things, of, of course, around you. And then take it from there, take it from there, take it from there and build it up. And then suddenly it's like, oh my God, I feel so I good. I made it. Yeah. And then you do something, you take an inspiring step towards your goals. If you are a writer, I think you're a writer as well. Uh, well, I'm, yeah. uh, I have a book in the making. Yeah. Uh, okay, so those, uh, those acts of self-love is basically self-love, taking yeah. care of yourself, being mindful of your energy and and cultivating it and then if you practice that every day eventually it's very similar to positive thinking we were talking earlier Mm -hmm. Uh, if you make it a habit then it will be easier to uh, take the little tricks that we know Making a habit, exactly. That those tricks, I like. They, yeah. Then I found the trick, you know. I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Which is this is the moment when I should. Um, well, I shouldn't say I should. When I'm ready. Yeah. When I'm ready to write the next chapter, or when yeah. I'm ready to actually start painting, or when I'm ready to for what you want. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's nothing wrong in writing badly or painting something that looks of course but uh, you but you need to take action you need to do it then whatever well, is the uh, result the sometimes whenever you are in a better place yeah exactly and then you know the results are going to be what you are trying to achieve yeah um and yeah it's not it's not about forcing yourself to um and to push you in a place different from where yourself. you are yeah, yeah to you know um yeah supporting finding supporting uh, supportive friends as well as well yeah. I mean, people who want to have a conversation about yeah. what's going on um, yeah. and yes 
communicating communicating with yourself as well mm -hmm. that's so important so yes um yes i feel so like cultivate have... energy is definitely Cultivate, the way to go. <laughs> energy and um and of course you know and do follow healthy positivity yeah not positivity that makes you feel bad or awkward because you're actually not feeling that at that moment mm -hmm. um yeah mm. i know it's great um, yeah. <laughs> <There's so It's>, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we will have a second part of this conversation, I'm sure. <laughs> Another interview. Okay, so well, I love you and leave you all. I just want to remind everyone that uh, all the contacts to reach out to Jennifer are in the post, in bio, on my website, on uh, YouTube. So uh, spread around and go and check her beautiful art. And uh, actually, you have workshops as well, exhibitions, yeah. a lot of things going on, a bit uh, I think um, impacted by the pandemic, but still your art is out there. Okay, <laughs> thanks a lot for thank being with us you. and thank you everyone. Thank you, Mara.